Hello there, multiverse. I am Dayspring. And I'm Madrox, and welcome to our What If Minisode coverage. We are going to break down every episode this season of What If. Every week, you'll have me, your favorite Minisoden, along with Dayspring, and a different guest to help us dissect every single frame of this fantastic show. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hope you survive the experience. Guys, it is episode three of What If? Daryl, can you believe it? Yeah, I, I think I can believe it. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't believe that they basically murdered all of the first three phases of <laughs> the core superheroes in one episode. But here we are discussing it. And to discuss it, we brought everyone's favorite cosplayer, Nerd Alert. What's up? I'm actually an evil variant of Nerd Alert, so (laughs) may not be my exact self today. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this episode was wild. I didn't know what to expect going into it. I thought, first of all, I thought this was originally called What If Natasha Killed Iron Man? (laughs) So I was not expecting this at all. It was a great little murder mystery. I thought I was like on the edge of my seat there. Yeah, they did a really good job building everything up so that you didn't get all the answers, but you sort of knew what was going to happen. When you saw each new superhero, you're like, oh, are they going <laughs> to die? It- my uh, big question was like, I watched the timer of the show and they spent time killing everyone. And about more than halfway through, I was like, are they going to show us what happens in the vacuum of the world without Avengers? Like, when are we going to get to that? That actually would have been a whole interesting episode. They got to it in the last 10 minutes or so, but that's what I was more curious about. What happens when there is no Avengers and something comes to earth? So are they, I guess at this point, they are assembling some of the heroes from all these different multiverses. So I guess we're getting Loki and Nick Fury um, who will assemble. What, What do you guys think? Kind of this badass, competent King Loki. I really liked him, by the way. This, yeah. What did they call him? Like, who's this goth kid? Um, <laughs> he uh, finally using his magic and his wits and and his like awesome new ice box. Um, good stuff there. But I think he might be the one to join. I don't know because we already have a Nick Fury in our in our assembly post. Oh, you're right. In Captain Carter, we already have a a variant of Nick Fury there. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. There wasn't like a wondering introduced this time. That's the thing. Wondering who they're going to pepper in. I mean, we obviously that see Captain Marvel. She pops in at the very end when he is trying to thaw out Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. I want to see how it's all going to be drawn together and how some sort of team is going to be assembled because we know it's going to come and that'd be a natural storyline for season two is all these people from all of these time streams coming together and battling other things in other time streams. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that's going to be the Steve Rogers that wakes up and goes to meet Captain Carter. That's that, that's sort of what I inferred from from that scene. Um, I liked Loki a lot. To piggyback off of what you were saying, Nerd Alert, I really enjoyed seeing him as sort of a competent leader who cared about his brother, who was going to invade, you know, Earth Game of Thrones style. None of this like rogue shit. He like literally brought an army. I thought it was I thought it was so great. I was thrown off at the end, of course, when Nick Fury was like doing all those moves. I was like, wow, Um, I didn't see it being Loki. It really pulled a fast one on me. 
I thought it was life model decoy first. So Same. Like super strong. Then I was like, well, of course, Nick Fury has all the best tech in the world. These are all just like tech that he's gathered and, and developed from S.H.I.E.L.D. And then I was like, wait, this is even like too much for him. So that was a pretty good sword. Yeah. When um, when he like wrote, flew up and then he froze um, Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym. I was like, what? That, that's odd. And that's where it kind of clicked that it was Loki. Was anyone else getting triggered by the the hope? I just kept thinking of Hope Summers. Yes. Like, yes. this is a long story, but uh, that name, that name triggers a good uh, memory for me. I did not. The second he said Hope, well, my husband thought he said Hulk. And, you know, that kind of made sense given that uh, that Dr. Ross was there too. So um, I was like, oh, they're going to do something with her, like finally give her dues. But no, I heard Hope. And then when I was finally Hope, I was like, oh, fuck Wasp. Wasp is responsible for the universe going to hell yet again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when does this bitch not fuck up a reality? <laughs> but to be fair, Hank Pym being a terrible person, not a surprise. Mm. <laughs> oh. That's his natural evolution, I'm sure. The misogynistic, um, <laughs> problematic oh. yeah. that he is. So, I also couldn't remember who Hope and Janet were. I couldn't remember who was the mom and who was the, the daughter. And I was like, I also thought that they were revealing that... Um, Oh, geez. Call me out here. Is it, is it Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, the yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer was the villain. And I was like, I want to see evil old Michelle Pfeiffer come back. From the, <laughs> that it wasn't I, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jan, is the only one we'll accept. Yes, sure. exactly. That's the only one. Um, I'm in my head, I'm so sorry. It's such a I keep picturing Michelle Pfeiffer lost in that multiverse. And also Nicole Kidman in the middle of the earth in that like bone skeleton armor. From <laughs> Why is that the same person to me? And like the post-apocalyptic like armor stuff going on. I don't know. Yeah. I want to see that team up. I, I really want to see Michelle Pfeiffer come back in a significant way. Again, as Daryl was saying, she is the only version of Wasp I will ever accept. Not that bitch in the comic books who like fucked the mutants and then Wanda has to stand on trial for it. Oh my god. Right. Although to to be fair, Janet, when she was with West Coast Avengers and she and She Hulk were like trading notes on the hottest guys, that's a good version of comic Jan. Um, but I think she just slips a little too far into the margs, and <laughs> that's when trouble starts with Wanda. Oh speaking of uh sharing notes on hot men, how much are we feeling Colson's little boy crush on everyone? Just smelling Hulk's hair, making Ooh, his lavender after Captain America. I was feeling it like oh my god, his password being hashtag Steve C Steve. I love Steve. Like I mean same girl, same. <laughs> I know, like now my my password has leaked on the internet. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> by the way, so I was contacted by someone who said that you dayspring are a snack oh <laughs> so oh, at, you might be a password on this person plus too oh my god uh, hashtag cheeky tendies <laughs> right there yeah. <laughs> um i really you know th this episode i thought leaned into what made the mcu special i don't know how i feel about it in general though i think it is my least favorite out of the three yeah, only yeah. because I think they wanted to be a murder mystery and that was fine. I think it was a little too rushed. Like Jason was saying, like 
I saw the counter. I was like, um, how are they going to wrap this episode? Is it going to be someone completely left field? Because I've ranted about this with Trial of Magneto. I like a murder mystery. I like a good Agatha Christie plot the seeds. Let me. I thought it was going to be Natasha. I thought it was going to be Nick Fury. I thought it was going to be someone we had already seen in there. And I didn't notice Michael Douglas's uh, name in the credits. If it's there, it's there. But I didn't notice it. It was not yeah. until the end. I, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Uh... If you want to do a good murder mystery, there needs to be a twist. And I felt that there wasn't that much of a twist. Like, it was pretty straight up. Like, when it was revealed and it was a villain or a villainous character that we weren't expecting really to be a villain. But I don't think anyone would be mad at that reveal. They wouldn't feel betrayed at that reveal. And I was looking for something along those lines, especially when... You have so many uh, high-profile characters involved in the mystery. Yeah, I mean, it's just you. Let's think of the first two episodes. You had Agent Carter becoming Captain Carter. You had T'Challa becoming Star Lord. Those were like seismic shifts. So they were great. This one was just like okay, like Yellow Jacket, who everyone forgot about, um, decided to go kill all the Avengers. And 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 you're like, well, why? Like, okay, so. Hope wanted to become a agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. She died on mission. I don't know if how she died was a reference to something. I'm forgetting where she did, but I, I Googled it quickly. I didn't see anything. So people at home, if if it is, you can DM us. But I was just like, so you're, why not kill Nick Fury? I don't know why you're killing all these innocent people. You know, it didn't make it any did sense. Up. It, it did not up. And also they threw at us that, Hope was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Then they threw at us in the same sentence, she was killed by S.H.I.E.L.D. And then in a, on a mission, and then they threw in that her husband was upset and he wanted revenge. It was like, it was too much to process. And it did, I don't think the payoff was there. I liked seeing him. Like he is in the costume was cool and everything, but oh yeah, I don't think it like went back and were like, oh, of course, that's why he's killing all of them. They didn't connect those dots well enough. Yeah, I just needed a little bit more of a leap with that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I thought some of the things were great. I like, you know, Thor dying and, you know, Tony dying. I was genuinely shocked. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I accept this. I'm, I'm invested. I was invested when I thought it was a Natasha story. How about that? <laughs> and, and then when it kind of shifted gears, when she died, I was like, okay, where are we going with this? But I thought uh, other than that, I thought the episode was solid. Again, it's not like my most favorite, but um, I thought the voice acting was good. I think, you know, the characters. Ooh, so really wait, shy. the voice acting quickly. Yeah. yeah let's go. At first I was like, Natasha sounds so weird. And then by the middle of the episode, I was like, but it is her. And I was like, I heard the voice acting was so good. I was like, okay, no, she did come back and do this despite all this weird, like drama and tension between. No, her she didn't. It, was but it Lake, wasn't her. It oh. wasn't her. No, it was Lake Bell. Yeah. And I had, I, it, came, it went back and forth for me. At times I did think it was her and other times I didn't. I knew it wasn't her because of all that Disney drama. Yeah. I think it's the same thing I felt in the first episode with Chris Evans and Steve Rogers, where you're like, is that him? That could possibly be him. Am I just not connecting it because it's animation and I'm used to seeing him live action? So I totally get it. It wasn't. And on a note, um, what is his name? Bruce Banner. Uh, um Hulk. Uh, oh my God. Uh, oh, what's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. I was like, wow, that's a really bad impersonation of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> like a characterization of him. And I was like, no, but that really was him. So I keep getting thrown off by the voices, I think both ways. 
the only good voice that I was like, oh, that's definitely him was, was Batista, but it wasn't Batista. It wasn't Drax. Yes. It yes, was yes, someone yes. else. I was like, whoa, if I was, if I was Batista, I'd be like, just tell me when the next episode's I, I, I'm there. I'm available because like he could get replaced by that guy. Yeah. I agree. I think this is the weakest episode so far, mm-hmm. but I also am putting it into perspective in terms of the year 2021, where we are getting the most Marvel content of any year ever in terms of TV and movies, because I think the most we ever got was four movies in a year. And that's what one movie is less than one season of a TV show. So we're getting so much Marvel that it makes sense that there would be some misses. And I think this was a slight miss. Yeah. I just, it felt so jam-packed, especially like at the end with Steve Rogers. And then I forgot about this because it was so stuffed. Then then Captain Marvel shows up and I'm just like, why should that? Maybe it, again, it, if it's part of a larger narrative, great. You know, I stand corrected, but it, the episode on its own, just, it, it, it fell a little short for me. But that being said though, this falling short to me is still light years better than other content out there. So we just have to be hypercritical. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, it's a testament to the first two episodes, I think. Yeah. And the shots of the Watcher just in, mm. in, in the desert, in the night sky, I thought was so beautiful. I, yeah. it, it was just so eerie and beautiful. And I was just, I, I, I dug the vibe. I dug the vibe of the, of the episode and the graveyard in San Francisco. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I thought that they would have held this sort of episode for like more near Halloween. This struck me as like a murder mystery sort of vibe, but th- I think they are playing into a larger narrative where it it needed to be episode three. Mm-hmm. This is and zombies are coming. Maybe we're saving zombies for uh, yeah. And I I don't think it's one of those series where you can switch the episodes around and it would still make sense. I think it's still a Marvel property where. It, there's a sequence to everything and you need to watch it all in order. Yeah. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. We got the surprises in terms of the reveals and maybe this is the last time we sort of see that core group of original Avengers. And, and at this point, I think I'm okay with it. I think they had their decade in the sun and this is a fitting way to give a nod towards that, but then still propel the narrative forward with phase four. I really like Jeremy Renner in this episode, by the way, sidebar. Yeah. I like the I like the look for Hawkeye. I was feeling it. Yeah. It kind of he kind of looked less like Jeremy Renner and more like Jensen Ackles, who was of <laughs> course rumored to be, you know, who, who was offered the role, allegedly. Someone said the same thing about Star Lord the other day that he looked like a lot of other actors except um, that you know who he was supposed to be, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Everyone but Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. I it literally, I am so, I'm still so angry about that. Like it was literally like a one word thing. They couldn't get Chris Pratt to just say one word in a Zoom, you know, or or just use unused footage, like just yeah. for him to say it. Like it could have been anything. I I don't understand. Do we even know what the next episode is? No. Is it Evil Doctor Strange? Hmm. That's I, what I thought was coming, but. They've been playing the titles of the episodes very close to the best with this, which surprises me because they only teased the images of Nick Fury and Natasha, I think yesterday, Mm. Disney Plus accounts on social media. So I'm surprised they're not trying to get more hype around this because I feel that it plays such a big role that we don't know yet that what happens here and the ideas we're being exposed to 
actually matter. Well, yeah. I'll say this too. A lot of the publicity and promotions were um, Captain Carter. Um, it was uh, Star-Lord, uh, Black Panther Star-Lord. And the, the zombie stuff, which we know is going to be a whole episode. But there's still, you know, more than half a season. We have no idea what those episodes are about. And I don't think we've seen any of that footage in any of the trailers yet. So I think going from here on out, with the exception of maybe a single episode, it's all going to be a mystery. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to think of the action figure wave that they announced. And I think all of the figures are from those three episodes that you mentioned. I cannot think of a character that is not from. Oh, zombie Cap was a figure. Yeah. Uh, zombie Cap. And then Doctor Strange in all black. Oh, and we have um, Spider Man. But I think the Spider Man one is the, um, he is Zombie Hunter Spider Man. Okay. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. That's the name on the package. That's not a spoiler. Okay. What that figure was called. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking yeah. at the character posters here or like the general posters. Captain Carter. The ones that stand out are Captain Carter, um, you know, Hydra Stomper, Star Lord, Ultron, Gamora, who we haven't seen yet. Um, Zombie Hunter, Spider Man, which I love that name. And then Black Widow. Those are like the ones that really stand out. Okay. So that, let's see. Well, I'm curious to see, and it looks like Gamora is like the Thanos-ish figure in the in the, in this story universe. Interesting, very cool. Because yeah. she's holding the sword. All right, guys. Well, that's our recap for what if. Jason, where can folks connect with you? I am most active at Nerd Alert Cosplay on Instagram, or if you want to follow my personal account, it's not just a nerd. Also on Instagram. <laughs> You're more than just a nerd. <laughs> You're a very special guest. <laughs> and that's this week's episode of What If. Join next week for our continuous coverage. Rate and review this podcast. And you can find Power of X-Men on Instagram at Power of X-Men. And find me on Instagram at Mac on Fleetwood. <laughs>